fun. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of your normal everyday job. What is that? Yeah. Martha Allen, what do I do? <laughs> Can you tell me? You are a massage therapist and you touch people's bodies all day. All day <laughs> long. Touch the naked bodies. <laughs> I am. That is what I do. How does one come about that? How does one? Um, you have to go to school for it. That you have helps. to be licensed to do it legally. Um, if you don't do it legally. That's when you're called a masseuse. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, who knew? Yes. So, <laughs> licensed massage therapist is the important. preferred term. Um, you have to go to school for anywhere between six months to two years, depending on where you go. Then you take your test and go through your licensing through the state and through um, massage um, boards. But that's pretty much how you do it. Did you know as a young child? That not you at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I was previously a preschool teacher. Okay. Um, and it was not something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. But I do love kids. so That's good. No hating on um, the little distort your view yeah. on children. That's um, good. But one day I just decided I wanted to go to massage therapy school. And then I fell in love with it. So I've always enjoyed working one-on-one with people and also, um, the human body is fascinating and, uh, kind of combines the two. So I think that like talking to you about your schooling and everything that you've learned about the human body, it's as in depth as you would hope that someone has when they're in this field. But, like, you think about, like, masseuses. Mm-hmm. And you, if you don't know that, like, the distinction between a massage therapist and a masseuse, then you kind of just think, oh, maybe they've an ignorant mind. And before I even started learning more about it because of you, would be like, oh, you learn the body as you go, but you probably, you take some classes, you take some courses or something like that to kind of help guide you. But, and it, I would assume it is a lot about like the touch and the feel and you get, you get to know the muscles and everything. But I mean, it is hearing you talk about it. Like, you know, the anatomy of a body. I try to know the anatomy of a body. Yeah. But it's also something that you find really fascinating. Yes. And I think that that also sets you apart from just someone who does it as a job. I can see what you're saying. Absolutely. Um, We do have to take anatomy and uh, physiology and um body work classes um while we're in school so that we get practice Mm. um and so we also do know the muscles um and how the body works you need like the systems of the body and all that because i mean once you touch one part of the body it's all connected Mm -hmm. it's there's no distinguishing um overall mind and body and muscles and everything else like it's all um interconnected yes yeah yes and so it's important for them to give us those classes so that we are aware um going in but not everybody does enjoy that aspect of it Mm -hmm. um there are some people who are just doing it because it's a trade um and it doesn't take a lot of schooling necessarily to get into but then some of us actually have a passion for it and we love it. And so we want to learn everything we can about it. Um, and yes, it is very much a touch, um, based. You get to know the muscles via touch. Mm -hmm. Um, the more bodies you work on, the more you can recognize what you're touching. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's kind of intuitive, uh, at times. Um, yeah, there's different aspects to it that most people don't necessarily think about when they're just like, oh, I'm going to get a massage. Yeah. Um, and I bet so. a lot of people don't think about it because it is like you as the client are going in to be relaxed and so you're not thinking about all the technical skill that goes behind it. Definitely. And then also just like the, I, the body is such a fascinating thing in general, but <clears throat> to think about like 
touching this area can affect a completely different part of the body. Absolutely. And how it is so, I mean, obviously your body is so connected and like everything like works together. But I mean, if someone's saying they have like headaches, then you could touch a different part of their body and it would like relieve that or something, you know, like whatever it is. I don't obviously don't know. No, you're you're right. Absolutely. Um, just because you're having pain in one area doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it stems from that area. Right. It can right. be triggered somewhere else mm-hmm. um, because you have insertion points and you have um, trigger points and you have all these different aspects that aren't visible yeah. from the outside. And you don't necessarily think about it that you've done this one particular movement and it's created um, – a strain or it's created uh, a pinched nerve um, that affects a completely different area. Yeah. Um, And even then it's not completely different because like you said, everything's connected. That's so interesting. So you're talking about the difference between masseuse and massage therapist. Yes. And you once told me a story about someone who came in to check to see what you were. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna and do when they come for you? Can you tell that story? Shit. Okay, let me. Re- do you remember it? I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. So they. Okay, when you start your own business, there is a. It's a small world, and they keep up with you. Um, as massage therapists, they keep up with you because they. Um, first of all, you're registered mm-hmm. with the board, right. um, which is necessary, but then they want to make sure that you're legit. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is someone who will go around and pretend to not be who they are, um, in order to try to get you to touch my truck <laughs> perform differently than you normally would. <laughs> Um, so I had, we kind of, they kind of give you a heads up. Like there's like little whispers, like it might be this person or it might be this person, um, just through the grapevine so that people aren't shocked necessarily. (laughs) Um, so that you're not just completely like what's happening. Yeah. Blindsided when someone asks you to do something that is not on your menu (laughs) yes um so this person was um i already he was already on my radar i knew this person was likely to come at some point um to check me out just to see and it's kind of like the health inspector it is definitely (laughs) like the health inspector it is that (laughs) nerve-wracking if you've never (laughs) If you've never had this happen before. And so he comes in and it really wasn't as awkward as it could have been. It was just very much stressful for me because at any point you're like, is this going to like what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, but I always on the front end, I'm like super if I don't know the person, I'm super professional to the extent where I'm like, this is, you know, what's coming. Like you're not going to ever expect that it's going to be. So he didn't make any suggestions. Touch my truck. Um, I'm trying to remember, like, what did he say to me? Cause I was one thing he said that I was like, "Uh," but I do not remember. And I wish I had like brainstormed this story before. Cause I don't remember. Yeah. I just thought about it. Um, um, it ended well. So yeah, you still have a he did job. ask me at the end if I only accepted cash, which is a pretty good indicator. Um, and at that point I was like, no, I'll take your card. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me your card. I will swipe it because I am a legit business. Yeah. Um, also, I mean like I have my, license in my room so that's a pretty good indicator um that he's that it's not it's like legit this stuff. isn't a massage parlor yeah. this is 
a studio yes. where business transactions happen. <laughs> I wish I could remember what he said. I do too. I really wish I could remember. It was something suggestive. Like it was something. Yeah. But not so blatant that you're like, really? Right. It was just subtle enough that it confirmed who he was, mm -hmm. but not over the top, which is, I almost feel like it was like some, and I literally can't remember, but almost something like, do you have any extra add-ons or something like that? Like maybe I really wish I remember. Yeah. Um, the only other situation that was like similar to that was I had a client on my table and I've never had anyone ask me for anything inappropriate for the record. Mm -hmm. It's not as common as people think it is, <laughs> but I had a client on my table and in the middle of the massage, which this always throws you for a loop because for the most part, you talk about everything ahead of time, mm -hmm. um, what they expect and like what muscles need work, what areas are most sore or tight or ex whatever. Um, but in the middle of this massage, and this was my first time to massage this client, um, the client asked me to work on um, his adductors, um, which if you're not familiar, your adductors are your inguinal muscles. Um, so they're very closely connected to your groin area. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so typically, if you're going to have that massage, you let someone know ahead of time so that they can prepare um, just so that they are like, oh, yeah, we got that. No worries. Um, and also, not everyone gets completely naked on the table. Um, mm -hmm. And so this client did, which was fine, completely, completely okay. Um, but in the moment, I definitely started sweating. <laughs> because it was like in the middle of the massage, it right? It was in the middle of the massage because I massaged this leg. And then he's like, oh, but can you work on my adductors? And in my head, I'm like, Yep, I can do that. I can definitely do that. And I'm then I'm fully like, capable. But yes, not mentally prepared. So it's just like a matter of like talking correctly and making sure everything's like where it needs to be so that <laughs> you're professional. Um, and it worked out fine. Like he meant it in a very professional manner. He's a very athletic individual, so his adductors needed work. Yeah. Um, and my body temperature eventually did go down <laughs> when it realized that this was going to be fine. Um, but yeah, that's a, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. But. but I mean, it is interesting to think about like you as an individual in this profession, you think of the body in a different manner than most people do. Like you have Absolutely. to work on people's glutes all the time. And like, you don't think, Oh, I'm touching this person, but you Not think like this it's is muscles. a muscle that actually greatly affects so many different portions of your body and it needs to be worked out. It's all soft tissue and yeah. it just needs, it needs some hands to <laughs> some forearms to work it all out yeah. to make it feel better. Um, but yes, it's, like, going in, it's so different than what – it's not weird at all. Like, to yeah. go in and work on a naked body, multiple naked bodies all day long. Yeah. It's second nature at this yeah. point um, because, like you said, it's – you go in and you're looking at the muscles and you're looking mm -hmm. at all these different areas that need focus, attention on. And, yeah, it's a, it's a glute. It's not a butt. It's yeah. a – you know, it's a, it's another muscle. Yeah. It's an adductor, mm -hmm. yeah. a, a calf. It won't, you know, all yeah. those things. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's not a, it's not weird. Yeah. It's, Which I think is something that for someone who's not in this profession, say someone who has never had a massage before, you know, going in and thinking of like, first of all, a comfort level, which I mean, I've come to you and you make, anyone and everyone feel extremely Thank comfortable you. when they walk in the room and you also are very open. You're like undressed to your comfort. You know, like you're not saying like, like going to the doctor's office, take it all off. Like it's very different. It's a very comforting environment, but for someone who's never experienced that before, what are some of the things that you, 
I don't know, like, are there suggestions that you give people or like, are there different ways that you do try and make them feel comfortable? When, when somebody comes in for their first massage, I'm going to walk them through it. Um, I'm going to tell them what to expect so that there are no surprises. Um, and first timers are some of my favorites mm-hmm. because there's such a high level of vulnerability at that point. Yeah. Um, and they are trusting me to make this a very safe space and make it comfortable and not be weird. Um, and I love that. I love being able to facilitate that experience. Um, but yeah, I'll walk you through it. You come in and I'm going to show you the entire space. It's pretty small, just enough room for everyone to move around in comfortably. Put your stuff in the corner. How many people are normally? Just two. (laughs) Just me and the person on the table. No one hangs out in the corner. (laughs) We don't have any, any sightseers. Um... That's for a massage parlor. <laughs> right. That's another difference. I'm not a masseuse dog. <laughs> Sorry. Come on, get it right. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I'm going to walk you through. I'm going to tell you um, that you can undress, like you said, to your comfort level. Usually I tell people to get as naked as they want to get because um, it's just like more casual, mm-hmm. not quite as like formal. Yeah. Um, I don't want people to come in and feel like this is a formal space by any means. I want them to be like they're in their home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to tell them that if they want the music to change, they I'll change the music. I'm going to tell them that I'll change the term, table warmer up or down however they want it. We'll adjust the headrest. We'll do any of these things to make it more comfortable. Um, you're going to start face down the majority of the time under the sheets um, you'd be surprised at how many people do not get under the sheets if you do not tell them to get under the sheets. <laughs> um, it's remarkable. <laughs> remarkable. Um, would not be me. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, I'm going to walk you through it and talk about I'm going to start here and I'm going to end here. And if you don't like this, let me know. If the pressure's too much, let me know. Um, and then I'm going to probably shut up unless you say something to me for the rest of the massage. Um, I'm going to tell everyone, this is your time. This is your space. And I'm here for you. Um, yeah, that's how, that's how the first timers get it. And then everyone after that knows, um, when they come in, then that these, like, sometimes I'll reiterate, remember, this is your space. Like if you want something changed, let me know. And people do, um, I have people come in and be like, Hey, I want to listen to this today, or I want to listen to this today. Um, which I absolutely love because they're legit making it their experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're personalizing it. Um, and they're saying, this is what I need in this moment. Yeah. Um, and I love doing that for people. So yeah. it's That's just, cool. it, it, it is an experience. Yeah. Um, and it's not just a, body or a mind experience it's the whole it's the whole package yeah it should be a break from reality yes absolutely yeah um is it common or like what's kind of the ratio between talkers and (laughs) non-talkers it used to be more more talkers or more non-talkers more even like it used to be more like a 50 50 Mm -hmm. um i would say at this point it's down to more like a 70 30 of talkers being 30 percent and non-talkers being about 70 percent i feel like that means that they're getting more comfortable with you because i I hope that's what it means people have like nervous chatter Mm -hmm. and then some people come in and talk because it's for instance, um, some people, it's more relaxing for them to talk. Yeah. You can name names. We <laughs> <laughs> can bleep them out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but legit, it is. I mean, like, their their time is them, like, being able to um, tell the stories of their day or um, then about what's been happening in their life. And I enjoy those. Like, those are fun massages for me as well just because I get to experience their world in a complete way. Yeah. But I love my silent massages as well. A, a lot. <laughs> yeah. How I how hard is it 
for you, not, not hard, but I feel like it exercises a different portion of your brain when you have to carry on a conversation Without while a you're also focusing on an individual and like the tensor muscles and the areas that need more effort and everything. So to like use your body and that portion of your brain and then also it's, I definitely expend more energy when I'm talking while massaging because mm-hmm. yes, I'm using every part of me at that point. Um, having to have a conversation while also, I mean, it's like when you're trying to talk to somebody by, while running a race. You know, yeah. You're doing all the things. Um, and so when I'm in the massage and it's silent, I am in the zone. Mm-hmm. Um, I focus on what I'm doing. Um, and a lot of times my brain is like, it's hard to explain it, but I'm usually thinking about what the person needs from me mm-hmm. and like the essence of... Um, an emotional connection mm. or like an energy level, mm. um, which is not something I talk about a lot um, in general. But the majority of all my massages, I'm going and thinking, what is this person going to need from me mm. in every aspect? Um, and so when somebody's on my table and they're quiet, um, I usually know like what's going on in their life or what's, um, happened through their day. Um, and so I'm like processing that mm-hmm. while they're laying on my table and trying to like give them good energy as well. Um, while I'm also massaging their body yeah. and, um, working on their muscles and their tissues and all that good stuff, yeah. their fascia. Um, but when someone's talking, I do have to, work a little double time mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm can do two things at once. Yeah. Um, m- my focus is a little bit more, um, divided yeah. at that point. Um, but you're still meeting a need. Yeah, like, absolutely. They're talking because they need that, that need met. Absolutely. And that's the thing I know going into those massages that that person is going to need this as much mm-hmm. as this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that they need one over the other. This is any both. Yeah. And so I'm going to give them both. And it's okay if, for instance, like my brain is diverted to having a conversation mm-hmm. over focusing on the minute aspects of the body. Yeah. Um, as long as I'm still working on their body, it's still doing the job. Yeah. It's still healing them. Yeah. It's not healing them. <laughs> They're healing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get massages? I do get massages. I do. You need it. I mean, Uh, you're literally like you're, you're working out every time you give someone a massage. It's true. It's true. Um, I had one two weeks ago. Um, I try to schedule at least one long massage every month. Yeah. Um, so for instance, I had a 90 minute two weeks ago and I'm going to get a two hour next month. Um, and then I'll, throw in some body work here and there as I need it as my body is like, you need to go. Yeah. You need to, um, but I do. You don't have to say where, but do you go to like one place every time Um, or do you check other people out to kind of, I do check other people out. Yeah, I think that's Um, smart. So I had a regular trade, um, with a girl who went to school with me Mm -hmm. and we were similar in our styles, um, in our massage technicalities I suppose Mm -hmm. you would say um and so we traded on a regular basis um and then she moved and so I've kind of been floating since then yeah um every time I get a massage I'm learning from someone else right and so I enjoy going to different people for that experience because while I'm like my while I'm healing my body in this moment I'm also like learning new skills yeah um, and it's fun for yeah. me to be able to do that. Um, and it also means that I get to check out other people that I want to recommend. Yeah. Um, so I have like a stash of people that if I can't meet somebody's needs or, um, be available, then I'm gonna be like, here, check this person out. Um, yeah. and also like a lot of different therapists have different, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Specialties. Yeah. Um, some people do cupping. Um, some people do craniosacral work. Um, I just recently had Sarga for the first time. What's that? Welcome to your favorite game show. What's that? What's that? Um, it's where you can't even explain it properly, but it's where you have like, you use your feet and, or the massage therapist uses her feet and has these straps where she can like get momentum so that she can like rub and massage. Wait, so is she standing on you? She's standing on you. She's standing on the table. Right. (laughs) Yes. But, and she has the straps to kind of support her body weight, but she's using her feet. Is it because like you can, I feel like you can only, how do I say this? I feel like I understand. Yeah, like more weight, like you can put more pressure into certain areas because you're using your whole body weight instead of just what you're able to use from your arms. Because I know that you like stabilize yourself with like you as an individual, you stabilize yourself on the ground and you use that to kind of help push and work people's muscles. But if you're using straps and you're standing on If you're using straps, then you have extra like momentum. You have the what's the scientific term for it when you have a um leverage yes thank you <laughs> that word <laughs> so scientific <laughs> um you do you have you have leverage and yeah. so it just makes for a different style yeah um we all any massage therapist is supposed to use their entire body when they're massaging in order not to I almost said fuck up their bodies. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) And then I just said it. (laughs) Um, Because it's so um, taxing on our bodies. Mm -hmm. If we only use, if we only use our upper body strength, then first of all, we're not going to get the massage. Like it's not going to be what it needs to be for some people. Like you're Mm -hmm. never going to get the pressure you need for some people. Um, but also if we don't use our core, then we're going to like completely give out so much faster. Um, when we were in school, one of the things they told us was that the life of a massage therapist, career life of a massage therapist, (laughs) 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 not their, not their, um, is approximately three years. Wow. wow. Um, because they burn out. We, we burn out. Um, and whether that's from like not having proper um, body positioning and form or whether it's from having too much work and a shorter amount of like just not just overworking mm-hmm. yeah. um, or people just not loving it as much as they thought they would. But still, it's one of those things that they tell you that if you want to stay in it and if you love it, um, then you have to make sure that you stay in proper body mechanics yeah you have to be as mindful of your body as you are of others exactly um and it's like one of the core principles for any like long-term massage therapist is you have to be mindful of your own body yeah um which is why i do get massages and it's why i do um make sure that i'm getting body work regularly because i do want to stick with it i love it yeah how long have you been doing it so far Two years. Wow. That's crazy. I'm a newbie. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. One more year. If I make it one more year, then it's, no, a, then it's you're a real hyper. deal. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Um, what are, I'm just curious, like what are, uh, what are other massage therapists, what is their traditional, if they burn out and if they don't take care of their body very well, like what are some other paths and even like to expand your own career, like. If you need, if you physically needed to take time off, what are other things that are like kind of natural transitions like PT or? Honestly, most people don't stay in body work. Yeah. If they quit massage therapy, they don't stay in body work. Um, They find a completely different trade. Hmm, That's crazy. Um, But the people who love the body are going to find ways like who, if they love body work, if they love working with um, the human body in general, then they're going to find ways to extend Mm -hmm. their career life. Mm -hmm. For instance, that's why people do cupping or craniosacral work because both of those are, um, less physical 
um, yeah. and less draining on the therapist's body. Yeah. You can find all kinds of modalities, anything that interests you. The one that I'm currently interested in um, and I'm going to go for this year. So we have to have CEUs, which is continued education, and that's in order to maintain our license. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a good way for us to constantly be learning mm-hmm. um, as massage therapists so that we stay up to date with what's happening and up to date with the science because mm-hmm. there's constant information that's changing in terms of what people know about the body. For instance, the skin used to be the largest organ of the body and it's no longer the largest organ of the body. It's now oh. the fascia. Um, so that's a cool fact. Yeah. Cool, cool fact. fact. Cool fact. Um, which that actually happened when I was in school. That wow, whole that's uh, crazy. unveiling. Um, but yeah, so there's a um, form of massage therapy it's called trauma, trauma touch therapy, and it's specifically um, catering towards people who have been in traumatic situations and are now trying to heal from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they teach you as the therapist how to um, be more mindful, but also to know how to um, touch the body in order to facilitate that healing. Um, and so there's like the basics and then you can like take, uh, even more in depth courses, um, for the different ones. Um, one of them is like specifically for PTSD. Um, one of them's for like, I mean, our bodies hold trauma both in like our brains and like the mental trauma and the body trauma, like, and the physical trauma, yeah. they'll teach you how to yeah. deal with both, how to do it all. Um, and so that's one of the modalities that I'm going to start um, taking courses for um, since it's something that Yeah, that's something, me. like, that's interesting because, I mean, you're like, if you're working on a bike, like, I was in a car accident. And so right. I broke my foot and I broke my wrist. And so I know that I have scar tissue built up in those places. And I, like, I'll work more so my wrist because it's easier to get to. Yeah. But I will touch it and, like the scar tissue I don't feel like is very like prevalent, but I know it's a little bit more prevalent in my foot. Um, and then maybe someone who has like, like an Achilles, mm-hmm. um, if they've ripped their Achilles and I don't know, just like different things like that where you have to think about how to work on this area of the body that has had damage, like extreme damage done Absolutely. to it. Um, your body is going to hold on to that. And so like, like you said, you, you by you massaging your wrist on a regular basis, it does break up that scar tissue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be the same way on your ankle. Um, breaking up that scar tissue is going to overall, like m- make your range of motion better. Yeah. Um, as well as, I mean, your quality of life overall is going to be yeah. better because of that. Um, so that would be, that's one aspect of, um, trauma therapy um and then it will also be the other side of it which is like the emotional release side of it Mm. um which involves a lot of psychology and um somatic psychology um which is the body mind connection Mm. um i guess if you have something like a uh and this is just me guessing but like if you have a something that's triggering like i know that if i am in a car because i had a really bad accident if I'm not the driver, I'm very aware. And when someone doesn't break at the time that I would typically break, my body tenses. Yes. So would it be like... Yes, it would be like... Those moments where like your body tenses in the same places consistently. And so those places probably build up more like your muscles are more contracted. It's holding on to yeah. it. Yeah. It's holding on to that trauma. And it's repeating that pattern over and over again. Every time you're going through that experience, your body is holding it. And it's like... yeah reliving it in a way um and so yeah so the emotional release would be like you being able to let that go completely yeah um and like that's that way with the brain like that's what happens like with the body and mind connection is that Mm -hmm. your body relives the experiences that traumatized your brain 
So yes, it's for like car accidents, um, any kind of um, abusive situations that someone's been through, any kind of um, childhood traumas, um, all of those are part of the experience um, for some people. And that would be this kind of interesting therapy. I know that you're just like, just not getting into it, but is there like a consultation that you would do before or is it like a checklist kind of thing or? Um, well, if you specialize in it, then you're going to, people are going to know that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, yes, okay. you would have that conversation ahead of time and people are going to know when they come to you. Um, like this is what this is for. I'm coming yeah. to you for this specific thing. Um, emotional releases are not uncommon. Um, I had um, a client a couple months back who had an emotional release on my table Mm -hmm. um, and told me about what happened afterwards, like what was the experience um, that she was having during that moment. Um, And it was the most amazing story to hear because I got to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, And it, it was like this in every way because she was so in tune with her body Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me to be able to facilitate, it created this experience that was incredibly healing for her. Yeah. Um, and then she was able to share it with me, um, wow, which so cool. was like, yes, it's, you sit in awe and you're just like, this is amazing. This is incredible. <laughs> like, this is so beautiful. Yeah. Like the fact that while it seems like you're just laying on the table and getting rubbed on, um, it's it's affecting your entire being in mm-hmm. every way and for some people it goes really deep that's incredible that, that person's so in tune with their body that they knew what was happening in that moment yes i agree which is why like any kind of work is important body work or mental work um and if you do both if you're doing both at the same time like body work and going to therapy or mm-hmm. whatever it is um oftentimes they're going to overlap yeah um because you're you're already ready for it yeah yeah and you're in a relaxed state so you're open exactly yeah and because she'd been on my table before she was in a safe space and she knew she was in a safe space um for it to take place that's amazing um how do you kind of help someone like I don't know like people are always like oh I carry my stress my shoulders or like my lower back or something like how do you are there any pointers for like learning how to breathe (laughs) that is like the number one um definitely the number one thing i teach how to people how to do if they do not know how to relax which most people don't know how to relax um learning how to breathe and remarkably like today i learned how to breathe like i am constantly relearning how to breathe in a better like more fully complete body way um and today i got to experience that Hmm. um but yes, learning to breathe completely because we're um, very shallow breathers as mm-hmm. a general rule. Um, but when you breathe with your whole body, you're, you relax. Mm. Um, and so I'm constantly teaching people how to breathe when they're on the table. Um, and then uh, I always tell people drink water. Yeah. Drink all the water. Um, that's like huge factor because your body needs it in order for your muscles to like relax <laughs> to you do need, that yeah to do this. <laughs> everyone see this, this is how I, <laughs> <laughs> um but yes um drink lots of water um you'll have to pee all the time i that's my I mean, good story yeah. i've got a good story about that um, oh well let's why don't you tell me I recently what your good story about mean pee is recently purchased a very large bottle of water a bottle for water. Um, it's a gallon. Oh, nice. Jeez. And I decided I was going to drink this whole gallon every day. Um, oh, but water. it is a lot of water. It is a lot of water. What is, also, sorry, I just realized I can't remember what, what are we supposed to be drinking every day? Like how many? Not a gallon. Not a gallon. Yeah. You don't have to drink a gallon. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. It's uh, like that's 64 ounces. It's about 60. 64 ounces. It's 32 to 64. Yes. Somewhere in there. Let me check. I'm I'm really interested right now, but I <laughs> yeah. feel like... Because like a, a Nalgene is like thir- is 32. Yeah. So two Nalgenes. Whatever eight glasses of water. I don't know. Yeah. 
Eight. But that would be how, what? What is glass? Yeah. Okay. Eight ounces. I think so. So sixty-four ounces is typical, and in a gallon is one hundred twenty-eight. <laughs> so double. Double. Yeah. Um. So you're somebody, hydrated. Somebody I, recently tried to tell me that more people die from overhydration than dehydration. I have heard that before. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's dumb. <laughs> that is so dumb. <laughs> Um, that doesn't I, make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> you're overhydrating on beer. Hydrated. <laughs> yeah. Which is like an oxymoron. Yes. <laughs> you're hydrated on beer. Um, it's not possible. But yeah, so I purchased this because I want to drink more water, mm-hmm. which I need to drink more water as someone who's sweating regularly mm-hmm. um, and working and their body my body all, all the time. time. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to be proactive. Let's do this. Um, however, I also have to work for extended periods of time <laughs> without <laughs> peeing. And so I had a 90 minute client, a regular, um, thankfully. <laughs> um, and I had to pee so bad. It's never happened before in my entire life. I have a really strong bladder, apparently, um, can hold it for a really long time, except not this day. And <laughs> Was this so, like day one of drinking yes. a gallon? Okay. Yes. <laughs> this is definitely day one of drinking a gallon of water. Also, I have not accomplished the gallon of water in a day. <laughs> have you had at least half of it? Yes. Then you're doing exactly what you're supposed yeah. to do. I can do the half. I can you're do the half. You're not trying to drown your body. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not going to be too yeah. hydrated and die. Good you're not news, another guys. statistic. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not overhydrated. <laughs> Yay. More than a statistic. So I ended up cutting a 90-minute to an 80-minute and running to pee and then telling her, hey, by the way, I cut you short, so here's a discount. <laughs> she was like, well, you held it for a long time. I held then. it so long and I couldn't hold it anymore. I was just like, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm done. I'm using too many muscles in my body to not contract those muscles. Yeah. You're like trying to keep those, those loose while, <laughs> yes, yeah, so. That was my really oh, that was a, that was a mistake. That, yeah. yeah. Seems was, very tough. It was it was definitely a mistake. <laughs> Do not drink a gallon of water <laughs> if you don't get to pee every fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> not a good idea. Hmm. Yeah. That's that's a that's a tough one. <laughs> I wonder how like I was trying to think of if you wanted to drink a gallon of water each day. Would there be a way to kind of like you get a drink catheter? a lot right now, like right before a client comes in and then right when they leave, then you could have a little pee break and then, which you I drank, already do. I drank that water right before she got there. Oh, so it backfired. Yeah. Maybe, maybe now, you know, uh, to do that for a 60 minute and nine to 90 minute. <laughs> yes. That's what I'll do. <laughs> Or you get the like backpack with the straw. Oh, I like that <laughs> so much. Yeah. I'm doing that <laughs> from now like, on. Okay, you know what? I'm ready. You ready? <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> I got my water on. I got my water bottle. I got my belt of stuff. I got like you're on the table with nothing. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's what's going to happen from now on. Everybody's going to walk in and I'm going to have a backpack of water. <laughs> you know what? You basically wear all black anyway. If no you one's get a black know. pack, no one black pack, black black a black pack pack. <laughs> it's a black pack, yeah. It's a black pack. <laughs> black pack. <laughs> black black. Black black. Black black. That sounds like Aflac. Yeah, that's Ooh, what I, I had a duck named Aflac once. Cool fact. That doesn't surprise that's me at all. That does not surprise me at all. It was actually my sister's, and they had to raise it for a class project. But his name is Aflac, and he quacked a lot. He was a duck. <laughs> Did I say a duck? Yeah. He quacks a lot. Ducks do quack. <laughs> oh, oh, you're just, you're stating the obvious. Yes. <laughs> you're like, he quacked a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Some dogs don't bark a lot. True that. So I assume some ducks don't quack a lot, but they do. This oh. one did. Then yeah. they released him to so the farm. So made a really good pet then. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> also, my room was in the basement and the duck's area was in the basement too how did that litter box situation work out i don't know i didn't have to deal with it 
but it was but like it, an it was like in a a crate like a like oh, a dog okay. kind of would be in a crate let him out every now and that then. That sounds so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did well, it have like a leash? Did you like <laughs> take it for a walk? Take it for a walk? <laughs> I had nothing By to do lake? with this. <laughs> we had a pool. Oh, oh, did you put it in the pool? I think my sister did at one point. But basically the school project was hatching it. So they had like a, like a warm heating lamp. Mm. And then the whole class grew the ducks until a certain age. And then they took them all to... An actual farm, not just oh, the yeah. the literal farm. They released them into an actual lake. So I did that with chickens when I was a kid. We hatched yeah. them and put them under the heating lamp and raised them. So I'm familiar yeah. with that heating well, lamp. I feel like that would make more sense in Pell City, not so much sense in Vestavia. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but Country girl. Yep. Right here. There you go. Um, okay, so back to massage. I have one more question. Okay. That I can think of right now. What's your question? Probably more. Um, you said regular. So what do you consider to be a regular? How often do you feel like people should come and get a massage? Um, every day. <laughs> I feel Please like your body day. would be jelly. <laughs> and also, I don't know if you want to see that person every day. I don't want to massage anyone every day. <laughs> but I mean, you make money, right? <laughs> <laughs> You got 30 clients a day then. God. <laughs> <sighs> My body hurts just thinking about oh, that. That's another question is what's your limit per day? Um, seven is my max. My personal max um, preferred amount is five. Yeah, that makes sense. And are those like 30, 60 or 90 or combination? Combination um, five. Okay. So my max hours um would be seven that's mm-hmm. the maximum hours that i've ever massaged that's, that's a lot and it was for your a lot for my body yeah. um i prefer only five hours mm-hmm. of massaging um and there's always like space in between so people think that oh i only work five hours a day if i'm only mm-hmm. massaging but there's like we have breaks yeah, between you have to yeah. like clean the room change sheets you know yeah. and you're running a business everything. yeah exactly <laughs> i have all the other things to yeah. do mm-hmm. that actually do have to happen because yeah. there's no one else who's gonna yeah. do it for me yeah no one washes my sheets for me martha allen will you wash my sheets for yeah. me it's <laughs> <laughs> one less thing for you to do <laughs> <laughs> i i i i take them from the washing machine to the dryer sometimes martha allen fold has folded my sheets before <laughs> and i felt like a queen when she did that because i was like as to how regular they should be. Mm-hmm. I have some clients who come every week. Wow. Um, just a handful, like two to three that come every week. And they're specifically coming because there's some portion of their body that is really tight and is really tense and needs to be worked out. And then they'll cut back. Okay, I was about to ask, I know like chiropractors will say like, for this period of time, you should come once a week. And I'm sure right. that you don't necessarily diagnose it because it is, up to them and how right, they absolutely. feel. Um, but yeah, okay, so some people come once a week for specific um, issues. I do, right. They do come once a week and then they'll taper off mm-hmm. to every two weeks or monthly or bi-monthly depending on what their needs are after mm-hmm. that. Um, I would say my regular maintenance clients, they come once a month. Um, and that's just to keep their body in a state of homeostasis um which is basically where you're in a perfect state of being which i mean we're not none of us are going to be in perfect states of being but we're going to get as close as we can yeah Yeah. um but once a month is pretty much okay the best depending on your activity level yeah yeah makes sense but most of us are pretty moderate with our activity level so yeah okay good to know Where, where all of you lived Let's see. I've lived in Pell City, Alabama. I've lived in Collinsville, Alabama. I've lived in Talladega, Alabama. Okay. I've lived in Corinth, Mississippi. Chapel Hill, Tennessee. Austin, Texas. And Birmingham. Nice. Alabama, not London. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. What, what took you everywhere? Um, 
my <laughs> other life. My previous life. <laughs> that life when I was married. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Followed a man around. Yeah. Been there, done that. Haven't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Have you, Josh? No. Have you followed a man around? <laughs> How do you think he got here? Oh. Mm. Didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Sad day. Month, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> recent, huh? Do you need to talk about it? No, it's t- it's too recent. Very <laughs> too yeah. sensitive. Starts right now. Mm. That's right. You never know what you're gonna walk into when you come in this room. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My bedroom. <laughs> like I said, you never know. Magic happens. Walk into when you come in this room. <laughs> this is where Josh cries. <laughs> yes. This is where he laughs and cries and has fun. Hopefully. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're optimistic. One day. <laughs> one day it would happen. <laughs> Look, this is fun right here. Yeah. Look at us. <laughs> This is what everyone does in their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Makes podcasts. Uh-huh. That's right. It's very normal. Normal setup. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, where can people find you? Yeah. We haven't said your full name. Oh, yeah. What's your name? My, na- <laughs> my Melissa name is Jane. My, my name is Melissa Jane. There you go. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Melissa Jane LMT. Licensed. Massage, massage therapist. therapist. There you go. Not a masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can book her can, through there. Yeah. There's yes. Like there's a, a scheduling link um, there on the Graham awesome. website coming this year. So that's nice. in the works. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank, thank you for you. being on. That was awesome. You are too. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Uh, this is a mistake. Oh, perfect. Yay. Pee party. Na 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 na. It's a mistake.